Gift Biz Unwrapped, episode 369. Where the quiz really solves a lot of problems is by simplifying the buying decision and the buying process. Attention gifters, bakers, crafters, and makers. Pursuing your dream can be fun. Whether you have an established business or are looking to start one now, you are in the right place. This is Gift Biz Unwrapped, helping you turn your skill into a flourishing business. Join us for an episode packed full of invaluable guidance, resources, and the support you need to grow your gift biz. Here is your host, gift biz gal, Sue Monheit. Hi there, it's Sue. Thanks for joining me here today. So, did you hear the bash last Saturday? We are on a roll, pouring into your visibility bucket with a little learning sprinkled in too. If you missed it, check out episode number 368. The Gift Biz Bash is a Zoom party that provides a short session of free live training. Last week, I covered the five Gift Biz growth stages. And then there's a chance for you, if you're at the Bash, to showcase your company and any promotions you currently have going on. Or if you're interested in doing a collaboration, you can give us the details on that and perhaps find your next Gift Biz buddy. As long as you're a handmade product business owner, you're invited to the bash. Are you experiencing some FOMO right now? Why don't you join us for the next one? Spots are limited so that I can keep the bash to about 45 minutes or so. You can sign up for as many as you like or pick and choose based on your availability. To see the schedule, go to giftbizunwrapped.com forward slash bash. It's 100% free for you to pick up a growth tip and get eyeballs on your business, too. Now I ask you, what could be better? Giftbizunwrapped.com forward slash bash. I hope to see you at the next one. We've got a fun topic on deck today. Quizzes. You see them all around. And honestly, I never really thought about it for a product-based business before. I'm not talking about quizzes where you find out what animal most represents your personality or what your hidden name is based on your birth month and day. Those are fun and all, but not for business. The quizzes we're focusing on here are for lead generation and to provide a customer experience that leads to a sale. What's great about quizzes is the interaction your customer has with your business through answering those questions and the curiosity and satisfaction of getting a result. Without stealing any of the thunder, let's move right into the show. Today, I am so excited to introduce you to Gen Furukawa. Gen is the co-founder of Prehook, a leading quiz platform for Shopify merchants. Prehook helps hundreds of high-growth product businesses sell more, accelerate list growth, and capture zero-party data with quizzes. He also hosts the e-commerce marketing podcast called Cart Overflow. What a great name. There, he shares what the best operators, agencies, and tech platforms are doing to grow their e-commerce revenues. Prior to Prehook, Gen was part of the founding team and lead marketing at Jungle Scout, the leading software for Amazon sellers. Gen, welcome to the Gift Biz Unwrapped podcast. Hey, Sue. Thanks so much for having me. 
super exciting history. Lots of things we're yeah. going to get into today, I think. <laughs> totally. I'm excited. Me too. Lots of questions. I told you earlier, I don't want to ask them until we're recording. So we're just going to free flow this. But before we get started, I have a question for you that I've been doing for, gosh, eight years now already since I've been starting podcasting. And that is because so many of our listeners are creatives. I want to hear more about you in a creative way. And that is through a motivational candle. So if you were to share with us a little bit more about yourself by describing the perfect candle for you, what would your candle look like? It would be a red candle, because that's my favorite color, and it would say, stand tall, talk small, play ball. I got to credit my wife for that one, because I was like, ah, that's an interesting one. What would it be for me? And it's just more about like action speak louder than words. And just to get in the game, take action, and then play ball. I love basketball. That's kind of like the one thing I play multiple times a week in the morning. It gives me clarity of mind and a great social outlet and activity. So that is important to me. And yeah, I think it's just to be active and actually do it and let the action speak over words. Perfect. And I really enjoy what you say there, too, about the talk small. So many people can be all talk, but when it actually comes down to it, there's nothing there. There's no sustenance behind things. So I like that. You know, we also don't have to be out there blasting what we do. Let's show them what we do. Let's get results for people. Exactly. Yeah. And that's kind of like been a mental shift for me as well. Social media is, I think, growing more and more in terms of importance for it being your own PR. And so it's hard because I don't naturally like to talk about those things. But I think so many people are interested in you don't need to do it in a boastful way. But the mentality I've taken is more of like a document and building in public and sharing these things. And that includes both wins and losses. Love it. Yeah, agree with you. Yeah, there is that delicate balance between like standing on a street corner <laughs> with a megaphone, almost forcing like, here's why you should be listening to me. Yeah, exactly. Because that doesn't come across well versus wanting them to know that information for credibility. But how do you actually do it in a way that's received well? Okay, so again, tell me a little bit about how you connected up with Prehook. Yeah, so I am a co-founder of Prehook. So like you mentioned, it is a quiz platform for Shopify merchants. And we launched in early 2021. I'm building it with two co-founders. We met as part of the founding team of Jungle Scout. And so I think maybe some of your audience is familiar with Jungle Scout because Amazon is a key channel maybe for some handcrafted products with basically Amazon has an Etsy competitor. But Amazon is an Amazon product research tool to help sellers identify where there's demand. So yeah, we met in 2015. We have a lot of experience in the e-commerce SaaS area and then realized that Shopify merchants have different challenges than Amazon merchants. Amazon, a listing is very focused on optimizing for a specific search query. So SEO is key. But a Shopify channel is slightly different because you can have one product, but then have people coming for various reasons, but you don't know unless you ask. So just by asking a few simple questions, say, what are your challenges? What are your goals? What's your basic routine? What preferences do you have, whether that's in size or color or anything else? But asking a few questions can really illuminate a lot about the customer and then help you as a brand or merchant position yourself to address those problems or those challenges and become a better marketer. So we started building in 2020 and then launched and we've seen a lot of success. And the landscape has definitely changed a lot for merchants because at the time, iOS 14 hadn't been released. And so iOS 14 basically makes it harder for platforms like Facebook to track customer behavior across different sites. So what does that mean? 
it means that targeting is going to be less granular for ad platforms. And therefore, you're going to see an increase in cost per clicks and cost per acquisition. So it's more important now than ever for brands to build a direct relationship with their customers. And then you're layering on things like GDPR or privacy laws, third party cookies are being deprecated. So there's a real urgency for brands to build direct relationships with their customers and then learn a lot about them because the expectations of a customer are only increasing and you really can't personalize or tailor a message to a customer just based on an email alone or a first name, uh, like say Gen or Sue you really need to understand some of these, the why behind why a customer is on your site or what they're looking for. And once you have that, then you can do so much more in terms of the targeting or the messaging, the positioning, what you're sending them, what new product releases and all these things that kind of encapsulate e-commerce marketing. Perfect. I love that you've already answered like a million questions. I'm going to back it up just a second for our audience. You were talking about iOS 14. And this is where all the challenges came up because people who were running Facebook ads no longer could be capturing information like did they come to your website or being able to retarget that way. And I think really what we're talking about here is not relying on other platforms, being able to attract that information ourselves for our unique customers. Would that be right? Exactly. That is exactly right. Okay. I mean, the brands are kind of shifting away. And and we saw that For example, if we look at Facebook, they dropped how many billions of dollars overnight in valuation when they showed a 20% drop in revenue as a result of brands shifting their budget away at platforms, which can be slightly nebulous. We're not even talking about attribution as well. Like That was a break in the link as well. And more of a focus on owning the customer relationship. And so that includes building an email list, building an SMS list. And that's kind of an integral part of the quiz experience where you're asking a few questions, whatever it might be that's specific to your product or your brand, capture the email or SMS, and then you're recommending a product. And then from there, it kind of extends into the post-quiz communication. So that's your email flows in Klaviyo or Omnisend or whatever email platform you're using, the SMS and paid ads platforms, because you can at least sync the kind of like a high-level segment with the product that you're recommending or the landing page that you're sending them to if you're showing them a remarketing ad. To make sure that people really are understanding what's possible, I'm going to want to take that through a little bit slower, step by step. But before we do that, why Shopify? You know, how did you guys zero in on that Shopify would be the platform? Because does Prehook only work on Shopify? Yeah. Okay. So, which I love because I am a huge Shopify endorser, 100%. So I just wanted to clarify that. But this is also good for people to know, people who are listening, and maybe they're already doing business through Etsy or Amazon. I hear talk a lot about you have to have your own platform, your own website. That's the golden nugget that you're going to strive for eventually. Always have that. And so I'd like to hear from you why you see Shopify as the best platform to be on. Yeah, for sure. So from my perspective as an app developer, Shopify is the most robust. I think, what is it? Like 1.7 million merchants on Shopify, fastest growing platform. And so it makes it super easy for merchants to either get up and get started. Or if you're even on Shopify Plus, some of the biggest e-commerce brands use Shopify for their back end and their front end. Shopify just is such a great merchant experience. And there's such a robust ecosystem around Shopify. So we thought that there was a gap in the market where we're helping brands learn about their customers with quizzes was an opportunity. 
And so the Shopify experience along with Klaviyo, so Klaviyo is an email service platform. They also do SMS. It's just one of the the few core technologies in the modern e-commerce stack, tech stack. Yeah. And Shopify, I mean, I know that service-based businesses are also now on Shopify, but it started and is specifically meant for product-based businesses. Exactly. Yeah. So agree with you totally there. All right. So let's take this a little bit slower and explain to everybody why quizzes, once again, for a product-based business. And let's make a fictitious company. I'll let you name the product. What's the product going to be? It's got to be a handmade product. (laughs) Yeah, totally. So the reason I think why a candle is a great use case, and we can extrapolate this out for like high level, is because the candle has some characteristics that in person make it easy to determine which candle you like. So I love candles while I'm working and I love candles kind of like at nighttime but they're different needs, right? So you have your morning candle where you're trying to maybe like energize or you have your evening candle, which might be more of a relaxing and soothing. So the smell matters, the time matters, where you're using it matters. Do you want a little tea-like candle for the dining room table? Or do you want like a nice big one, maybe if you're taking a bath? So what we're doing there is we're just asking a few questions because we want to know, just as if we were an in-store sales associate and you walk in saying into our candle store, Hey, Sue, tell me a little bit about you so that I can guide you to the right specific SKU or product in this vast store of candles. And so if you're walking in, you might be overwhelmed by the smell and the different sizes and prices. And you don't know the first thing about candles, but you know what you're looking for. And I think that's where the quiz really solves a lot of problems is by simplifying the buying decision and the buying process. And ultimately, if we're talking about how to most effectively improve conversion rate, really what we're doing is we're just trying to address any potential questions or objections that a person would have as they're deciding. And a quiz makes that very easy because you don't necessarily know, you know, looking at a candle product name, what the components of that product are or the characteristics. But I can ask you, do you like fruit or vanilla or pine or woodsy? And you can check all of them or you can check one of them. But that would be a big insight into what product would be appropriate for you. I can ask you when you might be using it, morning, afternoon, night. I can ask you what feelings are you trying to evoke from this? Is it energy? Is it relaxation? Is it something romantic or high energy or party or whatever else? And from there, you've just got so much information about the why the customer is in your store, what they're looking for. And from there, you can bridge the gap. Okay, they are here in your store. Where do they want? What problems are they solving for? Or what does success look like to them as they're walking out of your store? And then along the way, you're capturing the email so that you can say, here, let me just send you your personalized recommendation. Or let me give you five ways that you can get more out of your candle. Or you know, something to add value to incentivize them to say, hey, let's start a relationship so I can educate you more about our candles and how it can help you. And then you're recommending the product. So kind of like in a nutshell, that's the experience of a quiz is to learn more about them, learn how to connect with them and speak with them so you can start this relationship and then get the best product in front of them. And then from there, you are kind of unfolding the story. So maybe after the quiz, Sue, this product is perfect for your needs because you've told us that you are looking for a morning candle to give you energy that smells like oranges. And after that, you can unfold your product story, your founder story, the benefits of your candles kind of like at a high level, and then the benefits on a more micro level of this particular candle. 
And you can only do that because you know what Sue is looking for and you know what Sue's preferences are. If you're just saying, hey, sign up for my candle club. Yeah, sure. We might be sending you candles that smell like chocolate and you hate chocolate or you're allergic to it. But the point is that the quiz helps you tailor down and improve relevancy so that you can personalize at scale. Yeah. I mean, the other thing, taking it at the very top is if someone lands, when we're calling it your store, we're saying it's your website. Your website is your store, right? So having a quiz right front and center right away differentiates you from the majority of people who sell candles online right at the get-go. And it's allowing you to be interactive with the brand, which I think is so interesting because who doesn't want to know what you're going to tell me about my candle usage if I'm loving candles? You know, if it doesn't cost me anything, you're giving me some good information and then you're going to feed me products that most suit my preferences in terms of scents and my usage of candles. Why wouldn't I want to take the quiz? Like it just seems like a fun, interactive thing to do. On the other side, for the business owner, like you were saying, you get the emails. Now you're going to be able to stay in touch with that person who came to your site. And it's not like they just got to your site for a second, heaven forbid, bounce, or just looked around and then left never to return again, right? Absolutely. Yeah. And then there are a few kind of like subconscious benefits to that. So now that you know what type of candles Sue's looking for and her background with it, you can educate Sue on your particular candles, maybe why your handmade product is better than a Yankee candle. And maybe it's some of the bad practices of the Yankee candle or it's environmentally unfriendly, whatever it might be. The point is that you are educating the customer. And Robert Cialdini, who's really a great marketing thinker, he has a book called Influence. And one of the six core pillars of influence is authority. So if you are able to establish authority and establishing authority in this case from educating somebody, so they're somebody who's new to candles, you're telling them about it. They're in the market, so they've already raised their hand saying they want to learn more and they're interested in it, but you're educating them. And so then you're putting forward whether you know it's videos or images or text, you are establishing your expertise and that just increases the likelihood in the customer's mind that you know what you're talking about. They're going to look to you as the authority on candles. And therefore, the recommendation that you provide to them holds that much more significance. And the likelihood of buying from you if they want a candle also increases. So you're playing towards the conversion rate there. Right. Okay. So I have an idea about the candles. So if I was doing a quiz, let's say I was taking this quiz. And so I fill out, you know, whatever information needs to come in. But then there's the question of, well, what kind of scents do you like the best? And so I fill out maybe a couple of my scents. And then you say, when do you most burn candles? One of the situations in the day or whatever that you would most likely use candles. And let's say I were to say, you know what? I light a candle when I'm getting ready in the morning. Okay, let's just say I said that. Well, if that's the case, that candle probably isn't going to burn for too long. So maybe then one of the pieces of information to your point about education is based on your candle usage, you're burning your candle for a short amount of time here's the best way to take care of your candles so they last the longest given your usage. Things like that, right? Absolutely. Yep. And then I'd be like, let's say I wasn't even thinking I was going to buy. I'm like, oh, I didn't even know that that's what I should be doing, even with the candles I already have at my house. So you've given me value already before I've even purchased, which makes me then want to purchase from you. Exactly. And then when you were talking about that, like think about a candle in the morning and then think about the candle in the evening and then the mindset that you're playing to and how that might impact. Okay. I mean, the main goal obviously is to get them to add to cart and check out. 
But along the way, of course, it's how do you add different order bumps or how do you increase the average order value? Well, if it's a candle for the morning, hey, you might like this mug for your morning coffee. Or if it's a candle in the evening, you might like these bath salts or this bath bomb for the candle when you're taking a bath at night. And so you're able to kind of like align and create a more cohesive customer experience because you have these key data points about the customer and what they're looking for that you can play to. And then different sizes maybe too. Absolutely. Yeah. Different sizes for replenishables, like say a face wash that really helps because I mean, historically it might be, you might just go based on the size purchase, but for a skincare brand, for example, you might ask about their routine or a candle. You might ask how often they intend to use it. And then so you can kind of like send reminder emails for repurchase, which also plays to extending the lifetime value, getting more repeat purchases. Okay. So how in the world would you start making a quiz? Like, you know, for everybody who's listening with all their individual products, we don't know the questions of how to do a quiz. How does this all work? If we were interested in looking at potentially a quiz for our business, how does it work with Prehook? How would you do this? You'll hear Gen describe how you can make a quiz for your business right after this short break. Yes, it's possible. Increase your sales without adding a single customer. How you ask? By offering personalization with your products. Wrap a cake box with a ribbon saying, Happy 30th birthday, Annie. Or add a special message and date to wedding or party favors for an extra meaningful touch. Where else can you get customization with a creatively spelled name or fine packaging that includes a saying whose meaning is known to a select two? Not only are customers willing to pay for these special touches, they'll tell their friends and word will spread about your company and products. You can create personalized ribbons and labels in seconds. Make just one or thousands without waiting weeks or having to to spend money to order yards and yards, print words in any language or font, add logos, images, even photos. Perfect for branding or adding ingredient and flavor labels too. For more information, go to theribbonprintcompany.com. Yeah, great question. So I think it starts with a simple question, like how can I add more value to my customers? What would they find valuable? Because ultimately that's the premise of this exchange. The customer is telling you things, but in exchange, they're expecting some type of value in return. So they are telling you about their preferences and what they're looking for and an email address. And in exchange, why don't you give them something that they would find helpful? So I think understanding what that exchange might look like would be important. So that's where the hook element of pre-hook, how can you incentivize them? How can you engage them? And what value can you offer? So that's kind of like the high level premise of what the quiz might be about. Then I think it's important to know what data points would be helpful for you to know which product to recommend, to know how you might want to segment your email list or segment your automations and flows. So that might be the problems that they're struggling with or the time when they would be using their candle or the flavors, the smells that they like. And then so maybe that's helpful because you have new product launches of if you're launching an orange scented candle, only reach out to people who like citrus. So the point there is that you want to know the data points that would be most helpful for you, both in the onset experience and then afterwards in your emails and SMSs. And then from there, I think it's creating like as few questions as possible, because as you can imagine, every question increases the likelihood that somebody would drop off. So you don't really want to waste these. These are kind of like bullets in the chamber or a holster. You don't want to extend the questions with superfluous things like, you know, if you were seasoned, what would you be? 
because then you're just losing people. And the main goal is in a similar way to a high level funnel, you want to move them down the funnel. So the quiz funnel will look like starting the quiz, even maybe clicking on an ad to get to the quiz, taking the quiz, entering an email address, getting the recommendation, and then they're continuing down the funnel till ultimately you get them to convert. And so knowing the data points in there that are going to be most helpful is key. Is there a certain number of questions that you should ask? Generally, I think as few as possible while you're still extracting value. Quantitatively, it might be maybe five to seven questions. I think it kind of depends on the type of product, of course, because if it is, let's say it's something that it's a little more clinical, like that you put in your body or on your body, like hymns and Roman hers. They have longer quizzes because those are almost lead qualification and clinical in nature almost. But if it's something that is like a candle or tea or bath salts, if you can get away with as few as possible, say three, four, five questions, that might be good. And I also think like you say how long it's going to take, like this quiz will take you one minute to do or something like that. So people don't feel, you know how there's the follow-up reviews, like if you get your car serviced or things, or you go to a doctor appointment and then you get this, you know, let us know how we did. And the thing takes like 10 minutes to fill out. Oh, yes. You want to make sure that you're showing that that's not what's happening with your quiz, (laughs) right? Totally. Then you're like, ah, no, thank you. Yeah, forget that. You know, I already gave you the money. Now what else do I have to tell you? Like everything. (laughs) And what about order of questions? Like for me, this is total personal preference. If I'm taking a quiz, I don't want you asking for my name and email as the first two questions. You know, because I don't even know what I'm answering. Why am I giving you that information right away? To me, I'd rather know the questions first. So I'm intrigued about what maybe you're going to share with me based on my answers before you ask for my name and email. I totally agree. And that's what I do recommend with the brands that we work with. It's basically micro conversions. And so you're starting small. You mean micro conversions from one question to another to keep them going? Exactly. Yeah. So starting easy. So, you know, one interesting tactic that I've seen is actually having the first question on the homepage. Like, for example, there's a wine brand and they ask, do you like white or red? And then you click it and then, you know, say red or white, doesn't matter. Then you go into the quiz. That's kind of like the start of the quiz. But the benefit there is it's a very easy question. There's no thought there. It's, It's almost instinctive as opposed to what's your email? So then we can ask you more questions like, no, that's just not a congruent customer experience with their shopping patterns normally. Let me just clarify that. So you'd ask like an open-ended question and then there's like buttons or something that say red or white, you know, whatever it is. And then it leads into like the official quiz. Exactly. Point being, just a very simple, easy question that can be answered without any thought or hesitation, as opposed to a name or email, which is far more invasive at the very beginning. So again, is something like this also helping your website because you're having someone spend more time there, you know, like for SEO and all that? You know, that's a great point. I think that would be true, but I don't know, like that might be more of a marginal benefit as opposed to other things like the email and the customer data. But yeah, that's Mm -hmm. a great point that people are spending more time, so more engaged. But with that said, we've heard from lots of brands that they will segment out in Google Analytics, those that take the quiz and those that do not take the quiz. And they've said that those who take the quiz have a higher conversion rate, higher average order value, and then higher lifetime value. And so I think you can also pull back and say, yeah, that actually aligns with just general marketing trends these days with personalization. So Accenture has done a great study on personalization segment, the customer data platform as well. 
And what they found is that people are willing and happy to share information if there is some promise of a better customer experience. And so those brands that do personalize effectively will see those monetary benefits of people spending more and people buying more often. And those that don't will see more unsatisfied and lower conversion rate. But ultimately, where I'm getting at is personalization is one of the key areas where brands can differentiate. But the challenge is to actually execute on that. And so that's called the customer experience gap, where customers are looking to have a great personalized experience and will reward the brands that can do that. But there's a challenge because it's hard to do. And part of it is in terms of gathering the data, because personalization, by definition, is premised on the data that you have about somebody and then the know-how to set it up. And so Klaviyo is a very powerful tool to personalize. We integrate with Klaviyo and OmniSend, Attentive and PostScript. So to set it up is one thing, but to gather it is the other. But for those brands that can do that, they're bridging the customer experience gap, which is a huge opportunity for e-commerce brands. Okay. So I'm going to be honest with you. Yeah. 95% of our people do not even know what Klaviyo is. They're using MailChimp or some other type of an email platform. Can they use Prehook and then have their quiz tagged or something and use MailChimp besides changing over their whole email platform strategy? Yes, they can. So we, as a product, don't integrate directly with MailChimp. Is it doable? Yeah, yeah, yeah. It is doable. And if it's worth going into a short aside of Klaviyo, Klaviyo is just an email platform for email and SMS. But the main benefit of Klaviyo and OmniSend over something maybe like MailChimp that's not specific for e-commerce, so MailChimp is making moves towards that, is the deep integration with Shopify. And why does that matter? Well, it matters because you can automatically, pretty much out of the box, track how people are engaging on your website, assuming it's a Shopify website, and that gets sent automatically and instantly to Klaviyo. So if somebody added to cart, that's tracked automatically in Shopify, in Klaviyo, so that you know, okay, we can start an automation. Hey, Sue added a candle to the cart, but she didn't check out. It can be Sue visited these pages, Sue abandoned at checkout. Mm -hmm. And then the ecosystem of third-party apps is kind of built around Shopify and then tightly correlated or integrated with Klaviyo. So like I was saying at the very beginning, the reason why we start with Shopify and Klaviyo is because it's just so integral to e-commerce stores from the very nascent stages all the way through to high-scale multi-million dollar businesses. Right. Okay. So that combination for anyone who is just starting to look at all of this, putting it together, Shopify and Klaviyo are a beautiful combination. Totally. They merge nicely. Okay. Good to know. And then last part on this is people might make a mistake like, oh, it's, it's beyond my needs, but it's far easier to kind of grow into. And they do make it kind of like cost effective, especially at the earlier stages, as opposed to migrating your whole system. That becomes a whole headache where sometimes it's just better to start with the platform that you intend to grow into. Mm -hmm. And that's not to say grow into, like it's great for very beginners as well. Got it. Okay. So let's talk a little bit more about Prehook because I think we've covered the value and why a quiz could make sense. I think there would be a little bit of a challenge initially in terms of what are those values, the questions that I would be asking. But I think just by demonstration and seeing examples, which I know you have on your website, people can start getting a feel for what quizzes could look like, and that'll spark ideas for them. When you're onboarding a client to prehook to start using a quiz, how does your whole system work? Yeah. So Prehook is kind of a self-serve software. So it, it means like you can install it, get it up and running in less than 30 minutes, I guess. 
our main goal when building it was to make it as simple and elegant user experience for merchants. So no technical expertise required. It's as simple as copying and pasting a snippet of code onto the page that you want the quiz to appear on. So in our onboarding, I have a lot of resources I put together for how to kind of think about the quiz strategically, what some examples are, how you can use the features to personalize things like conditional logic, which is basically if then. If Sue is looking for morning candles, then you ask more about morning. Kind of like a flow chart. You know, if someone answers this, then they go here. If they answer this, they go there. Exactly. That's a feature, but we just try to make it simple so that there's no account management needed. They could do it all on their own. And so that's one of the main goals. And yeah, if you're just starting out, I think simple is better in the classic crawl, walk, run. And the main goal is like, okay, let's just see if it is a channel that will help you capture more leads than if it were just a regular pop-up on your website. The whole goal is to get more leads and to start forming a relationship with your customer. So I'm thinking going back to the candles, a quiz could be as easy as the very first question, maybe as the scent. And then based on the selection there, the next question is going to be, what's the result you get or when do you use candles? And so it goes down from there. And then at the end, it says, based on your preferences, these are the best scents for you. And that could be it. It could be just that. And then based on that, then they funnel into a couple of different email campaigns. Some of the emails in each of those campaigns might look similar, but then they'd also be customized based on the answer that was given. So maybe you have a different tip for someone who uses candles as they're taking a bath versus using candles for company versus using working candles for work or calming or whatever it looks like. But the point then is you've given your customer some direction about how they can purchase from you and which ones will suit their needs. And you've also gotten their email so that you can continue communicating with them. That's exactly right. Okay. I want to bring it down to a more simple, this doesn't have to get way overwhelming and confusing. You could use a very easy quiz to start off with and still reap the rewards of a quiz. Totally. And yeah, the Shopify, like Prehook, for example, it's very easy. It's as simple as like, you know what your inventory is, which products would correlate to a morning candle. And so you'd add those in. And then so we automatically calculate whichever product has the most points. And so each kind of response is added as a point. You could change the weighting if there are certain questions that are more important to uh, determining what the ultimate recommendation is. And then it's recommended at the end. So there are other tools like, say, Typeform or lead quizzes, which maybe you've tried before, but those Mm -hmm. don't integrate with Shopify. So the difference there is you're not able to know the inventory and you're not able to link the inventory in the quiz as you would be with a Shopify focused quiz like Prehook. Oh, light bulb. Ding, 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 ding. Uh, (laughs) Sure. Okay. Got it. Okay. I've got that. So you then aren't just telling them which ones, it's actually leading them to their product selections. Exactly. So they can add to cart, check out directly from the quiz. And like I was saying earlier, that's the main goal is just to simplify the buying process. You know about them, you know what product is best for them, put in front of them and you can give them a compelling reason to add to cart and check out. Okay, so let me ask you this. This brings up new questions. Yeah. Pop-ups. 
Most of the time, especially product-based businesses, do pop-ups and the pop-ups, I think we've gotten everybody, I beat this like a dead horse, don't just say get on my email list, (laughs) you know, but offer them a reason to give your email. So you're going to be the first one to know about new releases. You'll be the first to know when promotions are coming out, you know, things like that. So there's value for them in exchange for their email. A quiz could take the place of a pop-up, right? Because you're still attracting the email. Absolutely. Yep. So does it actually come in as the pop-up? You put the code in or something so that then the quiz is the pop-up? Yeah, totally. You can do that. Okay. I'm glad you didn't mention like, hey, get 20% off your first purchase or anything. That's a common offer and that's value because it's kind of like simple and straightforward. But there are just a lot of downstream effects of that in terms of, I mean, that's just directly eating into margin. That's diluting brand equity. And it becomes like, is it really attracting the right type of customer who might be looking for more discount or might be expecting discounts, and then you're foregoing learning about them. So like an email in itself in a vacuum without context is definitely not as helpful as an email that has a whole bunch of custom properties or attributes about the customer that will help you in communicating with them both on the site and then afterwards by email or SMS. Yeah, for sure. And honestly, I'm going to go again from personal experience. The discount off a first order does sound like a great opportunity, but when that pops up within two seconds after I've come to a site, I haven't even had a chance to look around at the products yet. And all of a sudden you're delivering me a discount. Like that doesn't feel good to me either. I don't even know if I'm interested yet. All right. Where can we go learn more about Prehook and maybe see some examples and that kind of thing? Yeah, absolutely. So our website is prehook.com, P-R-E-H-O-O-K. Please feel free to reach out to me again, G-E-N at prehook.com. But to learn more examples on our website, like I've built out hundreds of quizzes. And so I've gathered, I think at this point, 125 of some of the best quizzes and based on different niche or different stage. And so that's just a nice example. There's no opt-in required. So you can just check it out. It's basically an Airtable database. And so it, it gives a good example of the breadth of use cases, both in stage of customer journey, like, you know, top of funnel, or even, you know, after they've purchased a post-purchase quiz. And it can show how you might use it in different ways too, with different channels, whether it's email or as a landing page for a paid ad or on the site. And then also just some of the, the goals that brands are accomplishing with a quiz. So that's on our website. You can find that kind of a helpful resource for brands to just understand how others are using a quiz and hopefully why it's kind of like the cornerstone of a marketing strategy. Wonderful. And I'm just thinking here too, once you have a quiz built, gosh, you could make it a QR code that you use at a show if you're out at a show. Yeah. Great use case. Yeah. Because it can go anywhere. Once you've got it built up, like you said, we've been talking about putting it on a website, but it can go anywhere. Anywhere you can put a link, you can put the quiz. Absolutely. Yep. Yeah. Okay. One final thing, because I know our listeners would be interested in this question is what type of investment is there for Prehook? Yes. So we have a 14-day free trial and then it's just a monthly SaaS starting at $35 a month. And the tiers are based on usage and engagement. So $35 a month, I think it's 600 engagements. An engagement is basically if somebody takes a quiz once or yeah, people that take a quiz. Take the quiz all the way through to completion of providing their email so that they fill out entirely. I should say start a quiz. Start a quiz, not finish the quiz. That's why you need to make it short and enticing and interesting where they actually want to complete it so you get their email. 
For sure. But yeah, you know, month to month contracts, no obligations, cancel anytime. And so we try to make it as simple to get up and running as possible. And then also make a no cost obligation to even just test it as a channel with our 14 day free trial. Perfect. Okay. And as a newbie who's never done a quiz before like this, how long does it take to create one? I would say probably within an hour, you can get it up and running. I have a bunch of documentation and strategy stuff. And probably most helpful is just to, like I said earlier, get an idea of the type of data that's most interesting to you or helpful in email and SMS and to learn about your customers. From there, it's kind of simple to use the product as in Prehook to build out the quiz from there. So starting simple is a great way. Okay. Yeah. So observe who your customers are, the questions you have coming in, what their care abouts are in relation to your product, perhaps. Then go look at some other quizzes just by ways of example of what could be done. And so do a little bit of thinking first, and then you could start a 14-day trial, which means you could have a quiz up and running. And gosh, with that kind of an investment, you only have to sell, depending on your product, several products through acquiring these new potential customers to pay for it. Totally. Yeah. And we do have, we track revenue, so it's very easy to quantify the ROI. Anything else that you think we should know? Any questions you'd normally get that I didn't think of asking? No, I think that for your audience who are a lot of making things on their own, I think that there's a tremendous opportunity in sharing their brand story, their founder story, because there's so much passion behind those products. But one person could be going to a product for any variety of reasons. So I imagine like if it is a candle, like the different use cases and the way to position it could be so vastly different. So how you put yourself forward and how you unfold that brand story can resonate differently with different people. And, and so that's where I think we can fill in a few gaps there with just a few data points. Yeah. And that all doesn't happen in the quiz. That happens in the subsequent emails after they've made their selection. Yeah. So it doesn't sit in the quiz as questions because then the quiz will get way long or you're not telling them all this stuff. You're wanting to learn more about them so you can provide them with the right answer. Exactly. And so the main point there is similar to building a list, like, you know, start yesterday, I would say the same with customer data. That strategy is only going to pay dividends in the future. And it's so critical now if you consider all the macro trends changes. So starting with a customer data strategy is critical. And this is one easy way to start. Beautiful. Well, this has been so enlightening, Gen. I've loved learning more about quizzes specifically as it relates to product-based businesses, because as I said in the beginning, I wasn't even thinking that direction. I'm thinking mostly service-based. So fabulous. You have enlightened all of us here today, and I really, really appreciate you coming on and sharing this. Oh, well, Sue, thank you so much for having me. I love the idea of quizzes so much on two different levels. First, it gives you another way to interact with customers at all different touch points. It's another topic versus, here's my product, buy. If you're not familiar with my opinion on this, take a listen to the last Tips and Talk episode, number 61. It aired just a few days ago. So if you're listening right as soon as this goes out, it's the one right prior to this in the lineup. The second reason I'm a new fan of quizzes is the interaction created between your potential customer and your business. Online studies have shown that when you get someone to click once on a button or a link, they're more likely to continue clicking, meaning clicking on quiz answers that lead to clicking on a buy button. Let me know if you decide to test out a quiz. I want to take it. And now, 
Before you move on to your next activity today, make sure to get your name on the list for at least one Gift Biz Bash. You can see dates for the upcoming sessions and get signed up over at giftbizunwrapped.com forward slash bash. And if you're enjoying the podcast and would like to show support, a rating and review is always fabulous because it helps get the show seen by more makers. It's a great way to pay it forward. And there's another way where you can get something tangible in return for your support too. Visit my merch shop for a wide variety of inspirational items like mugs, journals, water bottles, and more featuring logos, images, and quotes to inspire you throughout your day. Makes a great gift too. And we've just added some new products for the season to the shop. Turnaround is quick and the quality is top notch. Nothing but the best for you. (laughs) Take a look at all the options at giftbizunwrapped.com forward slash shop. All proceeds from these purchases helps go to offset the cost of producing the show. And now, be safe and well, and I'll see you again next time on the Gift Biz Unwrapped podcast. I want to make sure you're familiar with my free Facebook group called Gift Biz Breeze. It's a place where we all gather and are a community to support each other. I've got a really fun post in there that's my favorite of the week, I have to say, where I invite all of you to share what you're doing, to show pictures of your product, to show what you're working on for the week, to get reaction from other people, and just for fun, because we all get to see the wonderful products that everybody in the community is making my favorite post every single week, without doubt. Wait, what? Aren't you part of the group already? If not, make sure to jump over to Facebook and search for the group Gift Biz Breeze. Don't delay. Come join us in Gift Biz Breeze today.